Hello. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> um, maybe you've got a 90s movie on the brain, like uh, Thunder, the nanny, something the thunder. nanny, or uh, the nanny. Oh, the nanny was good. Or what was the uh, the wrestling one called? He did was that eighties? I'm trying or to think of the one we was driving the boat. Driving Thunder the in boat. Paradise. Thunder in Paradise. Paradise. That's a TV show, but just the same. Yeah, hello everybody. How's it going today? We're hey, we're rambling on here like we ain't even doing a show. Chris Adams, Travis Rollins, here for, your, here for your entertainment as usual. Mm. Uh, Travis, how's your week been? Oh man, it was good, man. We did a lot of stuff this week. I went to uh, Charlestown Historic Landing in Charleston, South Carolina. Hey, what's that uh, shirt say? Maybe it shows that give a better visual of oh, that yeah. shirt. That's Harry Otter, boy. Harry Otter. <laughs> Harry Otter. Harry Otter. Yes. Yeah, it was, uh, they had that over there. They we got um. Is there got, a particular spell that Harry Otter can perform? Harry Otter can do that. Abra, uh, uh, Adavra, Kadavra, uh, Adavra, Kadavra, Adavra, Kadavra. Is that yeah, what you said? With the blicky. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say he, he builds things with a one, like you know, Maximus Damus or something. That right? would be that would be uh, that would be Ronald Ronald Beavesley. Oh, that would be the, okay. Be the Beaver family. Yeah, Ronald Beaversley. He could probably do like some Steamus Clamus or something like that. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Beaver. now here around here, we got otters, man. We got beavers. We got alligators. We got cane breaks, rattlesnakes. And uh, I was about to say rattleheads. Rattleheads. Cotton rattleheads. Cotton, cotton mouse was coming next. And we, we got we got rattleheads and cotton butts. And yeah, rattleheads and Everything in between. Flannel snakes. Yeah. But we got one called a coral snake, which is uh, that's the most deadly, that's the most venomous snake in uh, North America. But I ain't never seen one in my whole life, and I've been searching for one, so we don't got to worry too much you, about them. Do you know what kind of a good snake is a good? Do you know what kind of snake is a good snake? <laughs> a, not a single one of them. Not a single one. I was gonna say, ooh, <laughs> my mind is I was gonna say a trouser snake. No. What's a trouser snake? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it, we're doing a comedy movie. So I Jay, was gonna say, Jay Jay is Silent Bob Bob no, where is good, where is your mind tonight, sir? Snakes, you know what I mean. And I, if I could do it all over, oh, you just made the list. If I could do it all over, I might be a herpetologist, and that's not the study of uh, sexually transmitted diseases. That's the study of reptiles <laughs> and amphibians. <laughs> uh, so we got a great show. Diseases. We've been laughing and cutting up already. Oh, we do have a great show. Hey, hey, we. Well, how was uh, your week? How was your week? Hold on, you've been I, busy this week. You've been busy. I've been, man, I'm still busy with this house. I mean, so I've been busy too, but I've been busy doing fun stuff. I know, and uh, I, I wish I was busy with fun stuff because mm -hmm. this is not fun, but it's necessary. Right. So, you know, it is what it is. Right. Um, I also yeah. learned this week that uh, we went to Linville Cambers, and I learned that our migratory bats suffer from something called white nose fungus. It's uh, it's like poison ivy to them, so they wake up in the middle of the, and these migratory bats hibernate. So they wake up in the middle of the their mm -hmm. hibernation, like scratching their noses. Well, this makes them hungry, so now they got to go out and find food. They can't find food. They can't migrate. They can't sleep. So we're losing 
Or we're losing bats, man. And we need bats. Y'all like mosquitoes? Which one you want? You want bats? How many of you ever seen a bat? Don't be afraid of bats. Or, or been in contact with a bat. They eat mosquitoes. We want to try to help our bats. I don't know how we help them, but I, we want to help them. Yeah. I, I don't really pay attention to bats. I've seen bats flying around, but, you know, they're not the cool anyway, bats. Sorry, they're I just not. wanted to throw that in there. I was on my nature-loving tip there for a minute. Nature loving tip. You're like the you like the Mr. Camper. Yeah. I'll start calling you Mr. Camper. You can't more Mr. than anybody Camper. I've seen in my life. <laughs> you, you can't more in two months. I've seen people camp in two years. Yeah, I like the woods, man. I like the outdoors for sure. Um, but anyway, this week, this week we are doing comedies. Uh, mm-hmm. we've been talking, we've been kicking this idea around for a little bit of uh, talking about some '90s comedies. We don't do enough '90s work here anyway on the show. We we are always focused on the eighties because it's one of our you know, more fun times of stuff, but the nineties had a lot of great movies in there and absolutely. I mean, the nineties, in my opinion, when it came to comedies was owned by Jim Carrey, yeah, Adam Sandler and Chris, Far- yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris Farley. Yeah. And Those the man and the other, there. and that other guy behind you there too. Uh, Mike Myers did a lot. And, I mean, don't think Mike Myers did for me was Austin Powers. Really? Have you seen I, So I Married an Axe Murderer? Didn't like it. Really? Oh, man, I didn't loved it. Really, I, didn't really like it. I'll tell you it. what I loved about that movie was you got to see the birth of all of the characters that are in Austin Powers. Yeah. Because like, I mean, if, you, if you watch that one, you can see everybody. Because he's like, remember at one point he asked her, he said, what have you done? That's like, what's the most heinous thing you've ever done? Like, so evil, it's not even evil. It's evil. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, yeah. I just couldn't, I just couldn't get into it, man. It's like watching, a, and there's some Jim Carrey movies I didn't care for. Like I didn't care for Cable Man. I, well, I, yeah, I was not, Cable, a, I was not a big fan of the mask either. Taste. I yeah. now the mask, the mask is probably the one that I didn't like. Uh, if I had to, if I had to say I didn't like a Jim Carrey movie, it would be the mask. Would that be his rhinestone? Uh, I wouldn't. Go, I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, because it was but, successful, so I mean, yeah, it's kind of hard to pick a rhinestone for him because you know all his movies were pretty much successful. Yeah, and to they me, were all pretty good. Now, if I was going to go with a rhinestone movie of his, it would be the one where he was all serious in, um, no. Sunshine of the Eternal Mind or something. Don't you dare, Sunshine! I did it. The, it's, I did it's, it. It's Eternal Sunshine on the Spotless Mind, and that is a I did it. Fabulous movie. I hated on it. I did it. Oh, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I'll do it. It's so I'll do it again. See, you cut me deep with that one, Shrek. You cut me really deep. I'm sorry, man. I thought you was gonna I say had... the Truman Show. I, mean, I was gonna get upset. That's just like, as bad. Truman Show. Oh my God! You know what? Was... You, mm-hmm. sir, have just made mm-hmm. the list. I, I don't have no. Thank you, because I don't have no button. I'm. Like, I got to give me a button. Sorry, man. I mean, just when I think of Jim um, Jim Carrey, I want straight up comedy. It's all I want. Yeah. I don't want him coming out with a machine gun like he's Rambo. Yeah, I don't know, want that. Or anything don't like that. that. I don't want him being. I don't want him being dead serious to the camera, and not trying to be funny. Oh man, I love um, it. I love this. Series. It's like um, it's like Leslie Nielsen. If you remember Leslie Nielsen from the Naked Gun movies, yeah, uh, he did some serious work in the past. Right, drama. I don't, you know, I don't know it though. Because I, I don't either. <laughs> I, mean, I, I could. I, I could never see him in a serious drama. Right, right. I mean, surely oh, they well, can't you know, be serious, you know. The same goes for Mike, and the same goes for Chris, and the same goes for Adam Sandler. But, man, I'm going to tell you right now, Rain Over Me is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen, man. 
And I don't he, even know who it is. Yeah, it, it says so. This uh, Adam Sandler and Don Cheadle, and what it is is his. Uh, he's dealing with survivor's guilt. He's all messed up, man. It's uh, right after nine eleven happened. He lost his wife, his his uh, his wife and his daughter, uh, and the dog all died in nine eleven. And he's like, uh, it's about him. He was this brilliant doctor or lawyer, I can't remember which, and uh, he's just in this funk living by himself, and he keeps remodeling his kitchen. Over and over and over. Every time he finishes, he starts remodeling it again because that's what they were doing when she died. And Don Cheadle is his friend. They went to college together and he starts hanging out with him and on. It's not a thing and it funny. And it is one of the most amazing things that Adam Sandler's ever done. I don't know. There's just some things I expect out of certain stars and that's what, that's all I want to see. Yeah, I, don't I understand see that. I only want to see comedy. I mean, the closest thing to a non-comedy and it was still a comedy uh, where you had a little bit of seriousness to it at some point was Big Daddy, to me. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah, love him, Big Daddy. Him trying, him trying to keep the kid, and that was yeah. it for me. I, that's otherwise it just was not good for me. That was that was a great um, movie, though. Oh, Frankenstein! I wish you wanted to eat Frankenstein. Thirty packs of ketchup. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we have picked um, not our top necessarily our top five comedies, but we have picked. Right. Five comedies in the '90s that we find very funny. Mm-hmm. That we are saying five of our favorite comedies of the '90s. Yeah, this is five of our favorite, not not the five greatest or the five most significant or anything like that. Just not even our five favorite, exactly for sure. Well, you know, yeah, probably not really. It's just five movies that we find funny. Yeah, because it's so hard. You take about fifty movies and narrow it down to five. Let's hear what it is. Seriously. That's hard to do. Very hard to do. Yeah, I mean, it, I left out to come up with a five, top five list of favorite comedies of any genre, uh, uh, any decade. I left out so many movies that I heard him reading off his starter list. I'm like, how did I forget that one? I'm like, <laughs> Vinny, I love my cousin Vinny. Why didn't I? Why didn't yeah, I think right. of that one? You know, and so I mean, it's it's so many funny stuff. Right. Um, that being said, uh, do you so, want to go first this week or should I go first this week? Let's let's do something fun then since you told them about my list. Let's do something fun. I'm going to okay. read off my list real quick and then you start us off. Does that sound cool? So You read off the list and so, then I'll start off with, with, with my first one. I this think. is the list, people. That, and, I, and I I did this while I was doing, while I was conducting. See, this is something beautiful about doing our podcast is for research for episodes we get to watch movies and check out toys and do all kind of life yeah it's hard life man hard life so while i was doing some research for another episode i was uh writing i just brainstorming my comedy so this is my list of what i had to narrow down to five and and y'all can decide how easy this was so we got kick it off real fast kindergarten cops city slickers my cousin Vinny. Wayne's World, Coneheads, Cool Runnings, Dazed and Confused, Grumpy Old Men, Miss Doubtfire, Mall Rats, Robin Hood Men in Tights, Ace Ventura, The Big Hit, Clerks, The Cowboy Way, uh, The Waterboy, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Beavis and Butthead, Big Daddy, which you just mentioned, Jingle All the Way, Dogma, and Austin Powers. And that's just what I brainstormed off the top of my head, like what Chris was talking about. You know, there's so many more that I didn't yeah. even didn't even bring up. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's start with you, Christopher. Well, my first one, like I said, it the the decade was owned by Jim Carrey, Chris Farley, and uh, Adam Sandler. But I, I'm going to start off with a Jim Carrey movie, and he's got. I mean, I had so much difficulty choosing one Jim Carrey movie that I wanted right. to go with. 
Uh, I settled for Dumb and Dumber because I like the stupid comedies. The stupid comedies. I mean, Love, Naked Gun, Airplane, things like that. The stupid comedies. And Dumb and Dumber to me is just a stupid, silly comedy. It is a stupid comedy. Their characters are so crazy. This This movie came out December 18th, 1994. Budgeted for $17 million. Okay. Mm-hmm. Grossed worldwide $247,290,327. Crazy. This movie, I mean, these two guys, what a pair. I mean, you put them together. Yeah, Jeff Daniels. And it's cool, too, that the friendship that they cultivated off of making those movies, too. Those guys are like best friends yes. now. Um, Jeff Daniels, uh, he was Jeff on Daniels, a. Uh, yeah. Le- uh, one of the late night shows, uh, Kim or um, uh, the other one, oh, the other Jimmy uh, Fallon. He was on Jimmy Fallon, and he was sitting there talking. And they were talking about well, what's it like to work with Jim Carrey, man. What do you think about him? He's oh, he's a Jim's great. He's, Jim's a genius. Jim is a comedic genius. I mean, he is. You wouldn't believe. I mean, just how great this guy is. Then all of a sudden, from the curtains back here, out walks Jim Carrey. Right. So they didn't have both of them for an interview. What's you know? crazy about it, too, is it, it took Jeff Daniels and put him in a place where we don't think of Jeff Daniels being either. Jeff Daniels never been a comedic actor. And he talked oh. about that, too. You know, he he elevated Jeff to uh, this. Dude, Jeff was hilarious in those movies. And yes. Went, before that, we had Jeff was what? He was in Pleasantville. Was was that before or after? I don't remember, but uh, he was in Pleasantville I mean, with sure. Tobey Maguire and somebody else's uh, old movie. Um, it. it quite a few other things where he just never was a, a comedic type person. And then dumb and dumber just took him and man, they exploded. Yeah. It's elevated. Him. Exploded. I mean, it's crazy. It's just some of the fun trivia things about it. It says uh, when Harry and Lloyd are in the car, Lloyd asks Harry, if he wants to hear the most annoying sound in the world, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> um, this was not originally. <laughs> yes, this was not originally in the script. He said, uh, they say, and you can tell with the look on Jeff Daniels face in the movie. They left it in. Yeah. Uh, if you go back and watch it and don't pay attention to Jim Carrey, who's talking, but look at Jeff Daniels. Mm-hmm. When he starts doing it, they, they're they saying, look at his face. And you can tell it was not meant to be. That was not a part of the actual script. Yeah, right. Well, I think, crazy. too, that I, I, I feel like I read or heard somewhere Jim Carrey or someone associated with the movie talking about, too, that remember how. It seemed like like every five minutes he was about he was going to spray some breath freshener, but it was yeah, it spray- goes the other way. <laughs> like he really did that accidentally one time, and then like they just kept it in the movie, and then they made a bit out of it to him spraying it off to the side of his mouth. Mm-hmm. So, That's man, funny. These are so funny. It says here, according to the Fairley brothers, you know, who made the movie, the Fairley brothers, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Daniels wasn't wanted for the film, but Jim Carrey wanted him in it in order to ensure. A no from him. They offered Daniels fifty thousand dollars for the role. They said he accepted it without any hesitation. Nor did he <laughs> attempt to negotiate. Despite <laughs> insistence from his agent, the film would kill his career. By nineteen ninety four, the film was Daniels' most successful film ever. Ain't that crazy? That's it something is. else. It is very crazy. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, let's see. The first week production. No, not that one. Yeah, their charisma too. And then coming back for a second one too. Like they did a second one too. 
It says here Jeff Daniels claimed he was at a golf course one day when Clint Eastwood told him he had just seen the movie. Daniels braced himself for a negative reaction, but to his surprise, Eastwood wanted to tell Daniels that the bathroom scene had happened to him once when he was on a date. Oh, my <laughs> <And> God. <laughs> Daniels, Daniels later co-starred with Eastwood in Bloodwork in 2002, which was a good movie, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen it, that is. Uh, when the film went to the top of the U.S. box office, it gave Jim Carrey the distinction of being the first actor to have three films go straight to number one in one year. Uh, the other two films, The Mask and Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Yeah. So, Heck yeah. A lot of good stuff. There's so much more you can go on about this movie, but we'll be all night with it. What's your first movie there that you said? I had your, your long laundry list of stuff. You. you know, what did you take? My you first one, I think we're just going to go ahead and keep going with The King. And uh, I'll, I'll pull out my Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura, I had to go with it because, dude, I am a Jim Carrey fan, like huge, like, like the only people to me that are, as far as movies are concerned, the only people that are funnier to me are Robin Williams and Billy Crystal, and maybe Eddie. And I, I, I throw Eddie in there. To me, you know, he's in a class with those guys, just upper echelon. Nobody touches him, you know. And, and of course, you know, Adam Sandler's up there too, but I still don't even, I really don't even feel like as Adam is as funny as those guys, you know, and Adam's one of my favorites. So being an Adam old Sandler is one of those unique things. You have to have a certain like for his kind of comedy. I agree with you. I agree with you a hundred percent, but, um, you know, me growing up too, being such a, I, I loved comedy. I grew up on it and everything else. So I've been watching Jim Carrey ever since he was fire Marshal bill, since, Let me you know, tell you something. <laughs> and then uh, he was doing Vera. Hi, I'm Vera. Vera DeMilo. Uh, yeah, Vera DeMilo. I remember his stand-up where he, he came out. And this dude was just crazy. He's He's got a stand-up, if you ever want to watch, it's called Rubber Face. And it's it's old, man. It's just kind of like a montage of things that he used to do. He was in uh, the did Comedy you, Factory or the Comedy did Bar. You see him, did you see him on Mad TV doing Vanilla Ice? That was one of the greatest things that ever happened. He said, I told everybody <laughs> he got stabbed in the butt. Come to find out it was a toilet paper cut. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So he, he did he did this one bit where he's like, this is my impression of a St. Bernard. And he just he, I took a big mouthful of water and went, woof, out, and just like all out into the crowd. So yeah, Jim, then that's my guy, man. When Ace Ventura came out, holy cow, we were all just yeah, when we were getting ready for this behind us, a little behind the scenes moment, when we were getting ready for this, uh, we were, we had the, you know, the, the thing opened up and everything was ready. So we had our audio going and I was over here getting ready. So I'm like, hey, ho, pretty chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang, we love you. Hey, I. So I, like, I was over here doing that stuff, man. Uh, me and this girl I grew up with, Misty Cynic, she, I used to, I'd walk in the door and act like a puncher. And she'd spin, and I'd throw her up on my shoulders, and we'd walk around doing the thing like he did with Mr. Malopoly in either the first or second one. I don't remember which movie that was. That's the second one. Okay, yeah. So we're doing that with him. So, you know, and that's another reason I chose he's, this one. He's, he's treating him like an animal. He, he's treating him like he's a he's a, a stole from an animal. Yeah, he's a stole. Yeah. yeah. He's a mink stole. Like, whoa. <laughs> uh, laces out, man. People say that. Dude, we still – we still still quote that movie too that's another thing you know so that one that one's great uh had tone loke in it is emilio dan the actual dan marino was in it dang um courtney and, cox was in it dude courtney cox i'll tell you something funny too oh uda was in it too and what uh uda 
is somebody that I absolutely love in um, Blade. He was an elder vampire in the Blade movie. Right, so just a little quick cross-reference on that. He's been in a bunch of other stuff too. But uh, what I found out that was hilarious, or what I think that was hilarious about the Dan Marino thing was, uh, I think it was Little Nicky. Uh, that, that's what it, that is what it was. Uh, it was either Dan Marino... Or, no, it was. It was Dan Marino. He said he's trying to sell his soul for a Super Bowl ring. So, <laughs> like, and the devil's like, I think it was Harvey Cattell played the devil in Little Nicky, which was another yeah. Adam, was an Adam Sandler movie. And uh, he's like, you gave, he said, you gave Namath one. Talking about Joe Namath. He's like, yeah. he said, man, Namath was coming here anyway, man. I just can't do it. You're too nice of a guy. So I, thought, <laughs> I thought that was a funny, like, cross, kind of cross reference when I seen all those. All those movies, but yeah, man, Ace Ventura, totally up there, man. And Jim Carrey's a king, dude. That dude, I, I was a comedic that. genius, and just this guy, man. He, he doesn't, he don't even need like makeup half the time. The way he can do all this weird stuff with his face, and right going on to do the Grinch. Who else could do the Grinch, man? Like, yeah, I almost, I almost chose Ace Ventura instead of Dumb and Dumber. I was very close to that. Right, but I didn't do it, and I, but the reason why is because I couldn't make up my mind. Yeah, it did real well in the box office too. We we like to throw around box office numbers around here too, but uh, we budgeted an estimated fifteen million, and we grossed worldwide overall one hundred and seven, two hundred two one hundred seven million two hundred seventeen thousand, despite only earning twelve million its opening week. So it, it uh, opened a weekend. It did meh, which I mean, twelve million is nothing to sneeze at. But I mean, when you consider a box office, I mean that's a blockbuster, you know. Yeah. And when you consider that, usually the open weekend is way much much higher. So this is one of those that it came out, some people went to see it, and then everybody's like, "Dude, you got to see this movie!" And then it was just it exploded. Yep. So that's pretty cool. I remember when it first came out. I told a buddy of mine I really didn't want to watch it because it just looked like it was too stupid. Yeah, you know, right. there's, there's 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 stupid humor. Then there's just stupid, and yeah, I gave in and went and watched it, and I was I, I was glad that I did. I laughed while I cried. Yeah, it's so it was, funny, it was something else. He goes rolling and flipping over the dog. On that, that's the pretty. The, those that's of y'all that haven't seen it, that's the cheaty yeah. cheaty bang bang thing that. Yeah. In the second one, where he goes to park the car and he goes flipping in the circles. So the first one, the first like, one was like a glove. Yeah, like a glove. <laughs> the, the, the first one was all set in Florida and now we're trying to, there's a murder, wasn't it? And they're trying to get a missing Super Bowl ring. And I don't, I don't no, remember. No, there was a, there was a missing mascot. That's why they missing brought the pet detectives. That's what it was. Yeah. That's why they yeah. brought a pet detective. Yeah. yeah that was the we'll one. Where, that funny thing about that one. That was the one where he was like, Oh, yeah, that one. <laughs> it's completely soundproof, but you knew with it being Jim Carrey, it wasn't. You knew that was Jim standing going, oh, oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we can sit around and talk about it. We can do a whole episode on Jim. What is your number two? Number two. Uh, I'm going to play you a little something from this. And uh, this is my number two here. All right. The veins. Break Frank Bane. I did see you earlier. You were like, "What is that, Frank Bane?" He he say Frank Bane. Yeah, yes, he Bain. did. 
Franklin Baines. Uh, most people hear that and probably get it right away. You might not remember, but this is there's something about Mary. This is Mary's yeah. brother, um, who is a, a handicapped and he doesn't um, talk very well, basically. So <laughs> let's see. Have you seen my baseball? He's always like, have you seen my baseball and Franklin Baines? Um, is most some of the most some of the most memorable stuff he's done in it. But I mean, he had a couple of the funny spots in there that was hilarious too. Had to watch the movie, but something about Mary. Um, oh, even when, when I first saw the preview, I thought I got to go watch this movie. It, right. it looked too funny to not want to go watch. And um, of course, Cameron D. Uh, yeah, Cameron yeah. Diaz, right? Yeah, playing Mary. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of Ben Stiller, but I said, this, this, this movie that. was him. This, this movie was him. It kills me how sure. many people say that because it's like. <laughs> I love Ben Stiller, dude. But like, it's not all, all of his comedy. All of his comedy is not great. He's got some good stuff, but Zoolander, like, come on. Are, no. are you? No, 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 no Zoolander. Zoolander? Come no Zoolander, man. Zoolander no, is no, no his Zoolander. best ever, dude. Look, that's like but, that's, that's, that's like going back. To, that's like going back to Adam Sandler. Look, it's like going back to Adam Sandler, and you're saying Zohan. Oh, the Zohan. It's like the, the Zohan was terrible. That's what I'm saying. It's well, that's why I'm yeah. giving you Zohan as an example. Zoolander no, is just Zoolander, as bad as no. Zohan. Uh, I got it. We got to disagree on this one, man. The Zoolander, I, I that is one of the funniest damn show movies huh. I've ever. This just goes to show that really, really ridiculously good looking people can't also not to die in a freak gasoline accident. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, I have, I have to do something for you real quick. Okay, hold, hold on. Okay, I, I I just muted Travis. He can't do nothing now. He he's not allowed to speak at this point. He's laughing. I can see him in the background, but he's not speaking right now because I got him muted because he likes. That goes both ways. Ha ha ha! That just goes to show that Chris didn't think I was a good Googleizer. I bet he thought I didn't even know what a googly was. <laughs> Great googly moogly. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Enough debate. Something about Mary. Something about Mary. July 15th, 1998. Great summer blockbuster hit. This movie, this movie had a 23 million estimated budget. Guess how much money it grossed worldwide? What did it get? 369,884,651. Jeez, dude. This is, I mean, man. But in the 90s, man, that was one of those movies, dude, that like everybody was talking about it. Everybody saw it. When she, yeah. it, is this hair gel? <laughs> like, if you, if yes. you know, you know, buddy. That you was, know, you know. oh, we're getting the zipper. Oh, the zipper. And the, oh, dude. But what about Harlan Black and his great idea he had in this movie for eight minute abs? Eight minute abs. Yeah, he said, you heard about this thing, yeah. the eight-minute abs? And he's like, yeah, sure. The exercise video. He says, yeah, well, this is going to blow the right out of the water. He says, listen to this. Seven-minute abs. <laughs> okay. You know, he says, right, yes, okay, I see where you're going. He says, think about it. You walk in the video store, you see eight-minute abs sitting there. There's a seven minute abs sitting right next to it. Which one do you want to do? <laughs> Which one do you want to do? I guess I want seven minutes, buddy. <laughs> Take less time. <laughs> this is great. great. Is, awesome. is, 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 um, 
the movie itself, I like I said, it was just one of the funniest things for me. And did that's what brought me into Ben Stiller and liking some of his stuff. Because even after that, right there, he went on to do uh one with Jennifer. Along Anderson. came a Polly. Was a, along came Polly. That's along it right Polly there. Was great. That, that was that was hilarious at that point yeah. too. Um, and, now what that was the one that was the one that had his real daddy in it too, right? Where he was he went to he went and met Jennifer Aniston on the aisle, on the vacation or whatever. He was with the girl that they was gonna get married or he had just got married. Is this am I thinking of the right one? I think he made he he was a risk assessor. Right. For and I think he was about to get married or um I I don't think the marriage I don't think that the wedding went through or Which anything. one was along came Polly. Along I know Jennifer Anstons is this girl that he had, I think he had liked beforehand. And it's, uh, I don't know if he went to school with her or not. Yeah. But I think he had liked her beforehand. And um, yeah, she's in so many different things that he's into, like Indian food. Like Indian food makes him sick, but mm-hmm. she wants to go eat Indian food. So they go eat Indian food. And of course, it tears his stomach up, you know. Right. Okay. So he's then, yeah, this he's is sweating like crazy. Oh my God! This is the one. With, oh, dude, do you remember uh, Roxanne? It was Missy, a girl that Missy Powell played Roxanne. She was fighting her, and she was fighting some chick in the daggum bathroom. She did. She was talking about the Tabo, so she was like, <laughs> "Do you remember that?" Yes. <laughs> that was she was. So that was, but that's her. But it wasn't in that movie. That was in um. That was in a Queen Latifah movie with uh had Eugene Levy. He was like, tell her the cool points is all out the window. She got me all twisted. I, up I in can't. The game. It had uh, uh, I Steve, can't think of the name of it. Steve uh Steve Martin was in it. But it had her in it, Missy Powell. She was doing the Tybo. So she heard Queen Latifah fighting in the daggum. Oh man, that was good. This I, might I not can't. be the one that I'm thinking about, but the one I was thinking about, he met her. On vacation, he had like his wife with him or something. He got stung by a jellyfish and she peed on him in front of all these kids and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you remember now when it comes to something about Mary? What was it? Um, they had this, this this one guy who was pretending to be British, I think, too. His his accent, he was pretending to be British, and he was a smart uh college guy who was also um Oh, there was something where he was handicapped in some way, like a, a physical handicap. Was he couldn't walk Tucker? right. Tucker. That, he had the, yeah, the crutches that he walked with. Yes, you, yes. It's like all of them were after her. They were all trying to chase Mary, I, I, including the guy that Matt Dillon, he sent down to investigate. Yeah, yeah. To find yeah. her or whatever to see what she was going. That dude never ages. Good night. He must be, he must be, uh, Dick Clark's grandson or something. I don't know. He, he looks like he so did from, um, from, um, um, Outsiders. Outsiders. Yeah. Yeah. How about Keith David was her dad? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and here and there. And you got Marky Post plays her mom. Keith David plays her dad. You get the point where he's in the bathroom in there and he's staring out the window at this bird on the branch and not realizing beyond that was Mary getting ready in her room in the front of her window. And she screams and he screams. He tries to zip his pants up real quick and catches his junk in his zipper. <laughs> and and he screams bloody murder. And then right. the parents are trying to come in there and they're trying That's to. That's what I was talking about in. the zipper earlier. That, that was, was the funniest part of the whole movie. She oh, comes yeah. there, she sprays back teen on it. <laughs> he's like, oh, What are you doing? Oh, what are you doing? And then and she's gonna they're gonna have to fix it. So the only way they can do it is to go in reverse. 
And right. he don't want him to do it. And the father looks at it. You know, Keith David looks at it, he goes, how did you do that? He goes, how did you just... How'd you get the beans above the Frank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how'd you get the beans above the Frank? That's hilarious. Frank the Frank the Frank That's the part. That's the part. You hear him outside the door. He's like, Frank the beans. How'd you get the beans above the Frank? Frank the beans. How'd you get the beans oh, above the Frank? Marky Post. What Marky Post on Night Court? Yes, she was Christine so. Sullivan on Night Court. Yeah. That's but that was my favorite thing. Young, I was I was slightly in love with her when I was younger. When I, I was think a little boy. When I, I just, just were. when I was just a boy. <laughs> you know, we we had her first in Fall Guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she, yeah, played yeah. The, she played the lady who was uh, doing the bounty, uh, putting the bounties out for a colt to go get. Then yep, we see yep. her in Night Court. Then she did Hearts of Fire with John Ritter, I believe it was. Yep. Yep. Uh, that was good as well. But uh, moving right along here, let's uh, go ahead and give us your next one. Uh, my next one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Clerks, man. Good old Kevin Smith. It was Kevin Smith's first movie. I, I really wanted to do Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, but that was 2001, so it was right out of my right out of my timeline. Also, I love yep. Dogma. I love Chasing Amy. I love Mall Rats. I love all of them, but Clerks is the one that started them all, so that's why I went with Clerks. And, uh, dude, Maybe just hilarious. Kevin Smith is another comedic genius, it, and it doesn't matter if he's in the movie or not. If it, if he's involved in it, it's about to be funny or it's about to be really far out. Yeah, like Red State. Red State was an amazing yeah. movie, but you would never think, knowing Kevin Smith, that he did Red State. But um, yeah, Clerks is just a couple dudes hanging out at. A, I mean, they work at a gas station. And you got yeah. Jay and Silent Bob hanging out outside the gas station, and people and, it just, it and, and the way they filmed it, just a regular handheld camcorder. Yeah, Wasn't yeah, it? just plain on handheld camera, and, and in black and white. Who would have thought that black and white would have actually did something? And the thing about it, what the thing about it as well was, it really, uh, really didn't do too good. Uh, I mean, it did, but it, it didn't. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they just did shot it with a handheld hand camera, and there's just a couple of guys. So <laughs> they made this movie for twenty seven thousand dollars. That's how much they made that movie for. So and they grossed worldwide three million. Now, if you got twenty seven thousand, three million is pretty good. I would say so. But when we're talking about movies, three million really ain't nothing. You know, as far as what you look at other things grossing, but that was able to kickstart Kevin's career, get him moving on other projects, you know, bringing in the likes that, well, he had Jason Muse that was in it. And um, like I said, it, this one was mostly just a lot of his friends, man. Uh, uh, Brian O'Halloran with Dante, um, Jason Muse. We all know that him and Jason are really tight. Uh, Jason, of course, is, is uh, Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Right. You know, he's helped that dude out with his, um, addiction and, and abuse problems over the years. And you had Jeff Anderson as Randall and, you know, kind of, so kind of like what Adam Sandler did, but Adam Sandler had a little more pull and weight behind him and a little more budget. You know, he just brought in a bunch of his friends. Yeah. Um, so. And all of his, early, in, all his early movies was him and his friends too. Yeah. Same absolutely. thing. Same yeah, thing. Absolutely. Cause when it comes to uh, like clerks after clerks, if you watch Mall rats, Mm -hmm. All the same people in Mallrats. Yep, and then and he, ended up, he ended up befriending. 
he ended up befriending um uh oh come on man uh batman not not the newest one ben affleck my brain oh, yeah, ben affleck. Trying to blank. he ended up befriending ben affleck they actually became friends in real life and then Ben introduced him to Matt. So then Ben and Matt are jumping in doing movies. They're, you know, they're doing like cameos. And then they did a whole movie, Dogma. Dogma is one of my favorite movies ever. And, uh, you know, he got, he has, <laughs> he, had, he had Sarah, uh, oh, come on. You ought to know, I don't know. What's her name? Sarah, not McLaughlin. Alanis Morissette. Thank you. He had Alanis Morissette play God in Dogma. So <laughs> that was amazing. So, yeah, but, I mean, it, it became a cult classic, too. This this is a true cult classic. Like, there was just this little tiny movie that nobody knew about, really, and then it just grew and grew and grew and grew, and it afforded him the move, money to move forward with his other projects, and then he just gained more and more notoriety until now it's like, it's Kevin Smith, dude. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's he's got a he's got his own comic book chain, uh, a show about picture. it. Yes, yeah, and a show about it. Um, making he went from making these little comedy movies to making, you know, actually pulling in real. There's real substance to these things. They talk about real human issues too, like Chase and Amy. You just mentioned Chase and Amy. Mm-hmm. like that's actually a kind of a deep movie, man. I, and, I watched it. The uh-huh. only thing that's memorable to me in that whole movie is the comic book convention. Oh, really? <laughs> that's the only thing that stands out to me when I, now I've seen it. I didn't have a problem with it, but that's the only thing that stands out to me was the comic book I, convention. I thought it was great because Amy, so in Chasing Amy, Amy's just this unavailable bisexual chick that Ben Affleck is in love with and like, they go, you know, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, it's so funny too because all of his movies intertwine and reference one another too. So like, yeah. You're sitting here watching, I think was it it may have been Mall Rats or it may have been Jay and Silent Bob, where he's like, You're always telling that stupid Amy story. Like, <laughs> come on, talk, Tubby. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob are definitely my favorite thing he's ever done. But but heck yeah, man. My, uh clerks, like like you said, clerks started it all. And it was just simple. And and most of his movies are like that. Mall Rats is like that, Chasing Amy's like that. You know, just kind of simple, straightforward, you know. Same type of humor, basically. Pure, pure humor, pure person humor, and kind of few things thrown in. You know what I mean? Like uh, what I said while I go, there's a couple like little storylines zigzag in and out. But, but yeah, so uh, that's my number. Your number three? three. Was your, was that two or three for you? I think no, was your, that was your second two. one. I was two. I, I went first today, so it was your second. Yeah, so we need to know what your number Where, three is now. Well, I started out with Dumb and Dumber. I jumped over to something about Mary. Mm-hmm. We're now going to settle into the 90s version of Porky's. Oh, uh, this has to be American. American Pie. I do it. Heck yep, yeah. We're going with American Pie. I would agree uh, with that. Jason Big, Sean William Scott, uh, Allison Hannigan. Uh, oh my gosh, what was the other? Uh, Chris Klein, Jessica. Uh, was it Jessica? It's not Jessica, it is Jessica. There was a Jessica in it. She played the she was a friend of the blonde girl, she was Nadia, wasn't she? 
No, Nadia was uh, played by Elizabeth. Elizabeth, not Jessica. Something. Elizabeth something. It's Elizabeth. She well, she was Boo Boo Kitty in. Uh, yeah, that's what I just immediately thought of her. Yes, <laughs> you know, it took four tries. Shannon Elizabeth, film. Shannon Elizabeth. And Elizabeth, that's it. It took four tries for this film to get an R rating instead of an NC 17. Right, yeah, four tries. And if you've ever seen the movie, you understand probably most likely yes. why it was so And if you've ever seen the uncut movie, if you ever seen yes. the uncut version, then with no rating, it was so borderline with a lot of stuff. They got away with things, it was so crazy. Um, Allison Hannigan. The show. Uh, when you see Allison Hannigan for this, she went to her callback audition really having to pee, it said. She ran to the bathroom and her name was called right after she got out. She went in without having calmed down. So she read the part really quirky and with an over amount of energy, she credits that to getting her the part because that's exactly how her character was in the movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, over energetic, real quirky, like, like this one time at Bank Camp. Right, uh, you know, and everybody fell in love with her too. Yeah, she was very lovable. I mean, everybody thought she was one of the better kids. You okay? You, you got Nadia, which everybody's like, "Oh, it's the hot girl, it's the hot girl." And you got the blonde right. girl who was with um, the other guy whose name I can never remember because he didn't do anything very much big after that. Um, well, it was funny to me too how you know with me the age that I was at this time is funny to me how quote unquote unknown she was because she was huge as Willow on Buffy. On Buffy, yeah. So we was uh, a lot of us were already in love with her from Buffy. And she was not really like that, but it's like you could still see like like you just know that she'd be a cool such a cool chick to hang out with. And then and then to to leave that and go forward on to how I met your mother and how she was in there. You know what I mean? Like yeah, she's she's yeah. gotta be a cool chick to hang out with. The, oh, this movie, wanna, go ahead. The, this movie, eleven million dollar estimated budget, grossed two thirty five, two hundred thirty five million four hundred eighty three thousand worldwide. Yeah, should have been brought more in. Than that. I think those numbers in, are off. I don't know. It brought in quite a bit of money. Uh, yeah. The second one, the second one might have done better. Um, you get these great group of, of guys that are friends. Uh, the character names: Jim, Oz, Finch, Kevin. Stifler's um, mom. <laughs> Stifler's mom, yes. Um, those are girls' name though. Um, Terry, Terry, played the girl, and then I was thinking of a while ago. Couldn't get she was Vicky. She was Vicky, and um, Jessica was Natasha Lyon. Yeah, that's who you were thinking of earlier. Yeah, Natasha Lyon. 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 Um, to me, Stifler was like the funniest thing about those movies, too, dude. Oh, my gosh. God, well, Stifler was okay. so hilarious. Stifler, Stifler and Eugene Levy, the way Eugene Levy would come in and talk to him, like, like you know, like anything, you put Eugene Levy in something, it's gonna, he is going to steal it. it. It says in the uh, in the trivia thing that they gave him leeway to be um, just very, at the moment, when he was having the talk with Jim in the bedroom, Mm-hmm. He had to come in there when he found out about the sock incident and the and the TV and the pie and <laughs> right, you know, and all this stuff. And he's having to talk with him, you know, about his uh, coming of age and uh, kids becoming sexual and stuff like that. And the he, way he, he the brought way in a magazine with him, 
his voice is so he he's so hilarious because his voice is just and he's perfectly natural. Jim. Yeah, he's monotone um, with it. Perfectly natural to be curious of how the female body works, right. you know. And um, your mother and I, uh, back when we were young, <laughs> he's like, "No, I don't want to hear this." <laughs> Yeah, that movie, that movie was amazing. American Pie. And, and that set off uh, a trilogy, of course, like most everything else does these days. Now, yeah. that's also spun off uh, several other American Pie type things. It did. American Pie Bandcamp, American Pie Beta House, American Pie uh, Girls Rule. Beer Fest or October Fest or something? There was no, one of those that, no, those were the people that did Super Troopers. Uh, I, thought there was, I thought there was a American Pie mm. Beer Fest or something. No. no, not that I'm aware of. Beer oh. Fest was the thing that the Super Trooper guys did. Oh, okay. Um, well, my fault. Your fault. I messed up last time. It's your turn this time. Yeah. Uh, so what is more memorable when you think of American Pie? Is it um, Jim and the Apple Pie? Because they told him that getting to second base was like you know warm apple pie. Like, yeah, um, or... Is it more uh, finding out that Finch has hooked up with Stifler's mom? <laughs> uh, that's going to be... Mm, mm. I think Finch and Stifler's mom, because that became such an over... That's saying such an over arc in all the movies from then on out. Yes. Yeah, Finch and Stifler's mom Stifler, something. Stifler looks at him and calls him... Stifler looks at uh, Finch and calls him a bad name. We can't really say because we are. Right. But he calls it was the him naked basically, mile that I was thinking of. It was the naked mile that I was thinking of because I was thinking, or yes. yeah, I think it was the naked mile I was thinking of. Okay. When I was that talking about the beer fest or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what is your next one? My next one is gonna have to be. We're gonna flop back over to Adam Sandler. Oh, and uh, I'm not going to pick like his early one. I'm actually going to pick the Watcher Boy because I had to I had to throw Adam in there because uh, like we were talking about, you know, even with him being an acquired taste to me, like he was one of the kings. Gatorade. <laughs> Water. It really, really sucks. <laughs> but he was one of the he was one of the kings of the '90s, man, for sure. With Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. Uh, the water boy, big daddy, uh, little Nicky, like, I mean, just, he dropped movie after movie and they were all just hilarious. But for me, water boy was probably the most funny to me. Yeah. The, the Vicky Valancourt and the medulla oblongata and Henry. <laughs> medulla oblongata. Yeah, my mom says, my mama said the elegant yeah. is his own rig because they have all their teeth, but they, they ain't got no toothbrush. toothbrush. And then, uh, uh, farmer Fran, farmer Fran, one of my favorite things. I do that today. I walk up like my coworkers and stuff, and I'm showing how to do something on CNC or I'll be helping one of the younger cats out of something. Mm-hmm. I walk up, pat him on the show and be like, don't more, don't more. Send pay boo. <laughs> that's the interpretation for Farmer Johnny said don't worry it's in the playbook so as long as you read the playbook you okay yeah. don't worry send me pay bill. you come out there he's gilly old dude I love that dude he was uh, he was Chet in Boy Meets World That he was uh, uh, Sean's dad oh, Blake Clark I was the name never of saw that never watched that show 
What? Yeah, never was. I wasn't an ABC. I wasn't an ABC kind of guy. Right. Yeah, I know some of the shows, but I wasn't an ABC kind of guy for the most part. Boy Meets World, I was a little older when I started watching Boy Meets World, but it was one of those things where, you know what I mean? I didn't really get to do much until I was 18. It was a fight with my parents, kind of. You you mind till you're 18. So so a lot of times I was sitting at the house, you know, doing stuff I still wasn't supposed to be doing, but I was at the house. (laughs) So I got to watch a lot of Friday night stuff. But anyway, yeah. Um, it, uh, it budgeted estimated 23 million and it grossed 185 million dollars And, um, it's another one where it's just got everybody in it. Everybody that he had with him, you know, uh, Dante. Well, I said Dante earlier, but this dude's real name is Dante and he plays the character he plays in, um, uh, grandma's boy, which if you hadn't seen grandma's boy and you're a nerd at all, you need to watch grandma's boy. We played Dante, the weed dealer, but his real name is, is Peter Dante. It's him and uh, Jonathan Lugrand. I think those two guys are some of his best friends and they've been in like every single movie. So like uh, if you've seen little Nicky, Dante would be the one that was like, <laughs> he was like, Oh my God, Chicago rocks. You know, he's like, I put a fat sack of reefer in the mix to spice things up a little bit. <laughs> That's Dante. And then the dude in the water boy, the dude with the cross eye, he's like, he does it. He's like, yeah, you're the only one of us could have passed that test, Bobby Boucher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a uh, Jonathan. But yeah, man, it's got what about in all the Adam Rob Schneider? Uh, Rob Schneider's in every one of his movies. That's what I was gonna say. What about in all the movies where Rob Schneider pops up yelling, You can do it, or something? Yeah, I think that's the movie that started that, wasn't it? Was that the movie that started it? It it, it was, and after that, even like in The Longest Yard, he's in the he's in the crowd, The Longest Yard, going, You can can do do it. Party in the showers for everybody today. Yeah. <laughs> Every single movie. And and uh Kathy Bates, man, how do you get Kathy Bates to be your mama? That, that's awesome. Because <laughs> Kathy Bates to me is like, dude, she's super cool. She was um she was on a show. I was I can't remember the name of it. She she had a dispensary in California, and uh that, that was what the show was about. And this is what led to, I don't know if you, knew, if you know this or not, but she was on an episode of Snoop Dogg's podcast, Blazing with Snoop Dogg. So Kathy Bates, Misery, you know, what's her name? Yeah. Well, she wasn't Misery. She's from Misery. Misery was the book character. But Kathy Bates smokes hella weed for real. And I didn't know this until a couple of years ago. So I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> Mind boggling. But yeah, hers is mama. That foosball is the devil. Foosball is Let's the get, devil. Yeah. So, uh, well, that brings us to number four, or is it number three? You went first, so that's uh, for me, this would be uh, number four. And my mama says, uh, my my my, my, mom, my mama says that my mama says that I should pick Tommy. That that should pick Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy instead of Water Boy. Ha! That's right. Okay. I you like went Waterboy, I went Tommy Boy. Chris, I told you Chris Farley was one of the guys for me in the 90s that really ruled the roost. And him yeah. and David Spade together were gold. Oh my because God. Yeah. Tommy Boy. They was had amazing. two great movies. They had two great movies together. And if Chris Farley had died, they would have had five or six probably. Absolutely. I believe um, that. But you had Tommy Boy and Black Sheep, and both were equally as funny. But I yeah. went with Tommy Boy because it was the first one of the two. 
mm-hmm. and it has so many parts in it that just made me laugh. I mean, him doing the fat guy in the little coat routine, that's from something from Saturday Night Live. They did right. each other behind the scenes and everything for his little joke. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, a line from the movie where he's telling David Spade's character, Richard, he goes, hey, Richard, back from college. He goes, I'm a college graduate. He goes, I heard. He goes, yeah. I was there for seven years. He goes, uh, yeah. He goes, oh, no, wait. He goes, I was there for seven years. He goes, yeah, they call them doctors, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. yeah they've been there for that long. Right. Um, and the movie 50 First Dates. You know, these, the, the SNL people were known for for referencing each other, basically, in a lot of their movies or referencing their, their past movies as well. But in the movie 50 First Dates, which is an Adam Sandler movie, uh, yeah. There's a reference to Callahan Institute, which is funded out of Sandusky, Ohio, by T.B. Callahan. 50, 51st Days is a real special movie to me. It's the very first movie that my wife, my current wife and I watched on, on her couch when we were dating. Very first movie we watched together, 51st Dates. That was a very good movie. Did you forget about it the next week and make her watch it again? Yeah. And then the next week? I did that for about six years. And then, then, <laughs> Uh, the movie was great. You had uh, let's see, Chris Farley. Uh, who was it? Was it Brian Dennehy who played his father? Yeah, sure enough. Uh, uh, yeah. David Spade in there. Uh, this this movie had great one Dan of, Aykroyd was in there. Yes, yes, Zelensky. And we have this little tidbit here that always made me laugh when I heard it. Hey, Gilligan, did you eat the skipper? <laughs> you pray to the god of city punks. That this wind doesn't pick up, because I'll come over there and jam an oar up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, it's, there's more to that scene than that. Right. But, I, mean, I didn't want to. I didn't want to play the whole thing out there. Uh, that 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 reminds me of the part he talking about jamming an oar up his butt. He said, "Uh, mm-hmm. the, he said, uh, what is it? So I can get a good look at a T-bone." Yeah, yeah, I get a good, good look at a T-bone sticking my heads up a bull's butt, but I'd rather take a butcher word for it. That's what his father said. Yeah, and he can't remember. He messed it up. He tried yeah. to say to someone. He said, yeah. "I tell you what, I can get a uh, a good look at a T-bone by sticking my head up the butcher's butt." But yeah, that's take, what it was. I mean, yeah. I could, I could stick. Okay, there's a butcher. And he sticks his head in the cow's butt. I, yeah. No, that's not it either. Um, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a. So this is a this is a, a real a real funny one for me. Um, I'd also have yeah, I, uh, Bo Derek in it though. Bo Derek was in it. Uh, she plays the woman that his dad is going to marry, and uh, his dad tells me he says, "Cover your eyes, son. Yeah. We'll show you something." He he shows him, and he says, "Open your eyes," and it's her in her bikini, and he goes. Oh, is that for me? He said, "No, Tommy boy, that's for me." He goes, "Wow, Dad, she's a she's a perfect 10. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reference to ten, but looks uh, like so we're getting actually fairly close time here for the show. So, what's your fifth one you got? My fifth one, or that'd be my fourth. One. Oh, actually, I should say the, the fourth or fifth one. Here, your fourth one, right? Yeah, my fourth one, because you just did your fourth one. Right, I have a fifth one, and you get your fifth one. Go ahead, your fourth one. Here's my fourth one. I'm on. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Cowboy Way. This movie is 
Oh my God, this movie is absolutely hilarious. It's got Woody Harrelson and Kiefer Sutherland as Pepper and Sonny. And they're going to lose the ranch, I think. And they head out to North No, 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 no. Um, they got a friend who works on the ranch. His daughter was kidnapped. She was smuggled. She was smuggled or kidnapped over here to the United States. And anyway, Sonny and Pepper got to go to North Carolina to find her. Sonny and Pepper is from New Mexico. And oh my God, dude, this is one of five. Have you ever seen this movie? Yes. I was going to tell you at first, okay. I've never heard of this movie when you gave it the title, because the Cowboy Way did not ring a bell. When you yeah. said the two names, I was like, oh, that movie. Yeah, yes. Sonny and Pepper. Like, he may he come out naked, he put his cowboy hat over his thing, yeah. let go and it hung there. He's like, Big Chief looking for. Oh my God. I love, love, love this movie, man. It was so hilarious. It's got that dude that's in every movie ever made, uh, Louis Guzman. Uh, he, he's the, Louis Guzman. Louis Guzman. You know who I'm talking about, man. Yeah. And, uh, he they're at a dagger they're at a bar or something in new york and he's like he said boy your face looks like a hat full of buttholes so sonny's <laughs> like, like pepper man we here with baby he's like we don't here for this he's like, i'm sorry i'm sorry let me buy you a beer so they're standing there and they keep on talking trash and son and all of a pepper's like hey look here's your beer and he just smashes it over his head so anyway they end up taking this dude take him to the zoo get a calf out I got him all tied up. They want the information. And he's looking at it. He's like, man, what's a little cow going to do to me, man? And I'm like, okay. So they dropped the trowel. <laughs> and we're talking when ooh, that's a real form. That is a real old school method of torture because when a baby cow sees a dangle, they think of it as an udder and they will they'll yes. suck yes. it inside out. Like, it's bad. It's real bad. <laughs> so they did that, in the, man. They did all kind of stuff. Pepper actually has like a little necklace that he keeps hot pepper in. It's the that movie just made me laugh and laugh and laugh. I don't think it's a not a lot of people that I know have seen it. I tell people about it all the time when we're talking about it. No, I ain't seen that one. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I have seen it. It is so good, man. It, you know they get into it a lot too. Like, are you boys from Texas or something? Y'all cowboys? <laughs> Shit, ain't no real cowboys from Texas. <laughs> we from New New Mexico. <laughs> bleep me on that one. That's fair. I've done good for twenty episodes. <laughs> uh, excuse me, sir. That's uh, I believe this is number. Oh, you know what? This might be close to 20 episodes, but now you're correct. You're close to uh, getting, getting there. You've yeah. gone that far? Yeah. I just made the list. But yeah, that's a good one to check out. Oh, real quick, uh, before we move on to the next one, because we're getting close to the end. We don't want it too far. Uh, yeah, it lost money, which that don't it make doesn't surprise money. me. No, no, no. It's, it doesn't surprise me yeah. because of the type of story that it was. It was a funny True. movie. You had some good actors in it, but the story just was not great. Right. That, it, it was I don't just feel like they, they didn't like they didn't build it either. They didn't advertise it real great or anything either. Right. But uh, it yeah. estimated a budget at thirty five million. It grossed twenty million two hundred eighty thousand worldwide. So they lost about five million. Well, four, four and three quarter million that they lost yeah. on it. But uh, but yeah, it was a great movie, man. Great movie. Y'all, if y'all got time and. I mean, it's even got a lot. It ain't like it's a western either. It's just a. It's just a funny movie with some cowboys right. in it. Right. It's, it's definitely worth a watch. No Absolutely. Doubt. 
So what is your number five, Russell? Uh, the one that I went with the fifth movie was Home Alone. I steered away from the okay. the comedy geniuses. I went with Home Alone because it, 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 it was it, it was super funny. You know, Joe Pesci and um, uh, was it Daniel Bernhardt? Daniel mm-hmm. Bernhardt, I think his name is. Uh, they were so funny together as the Wet Bandits, uh, breaking into houses and stuff. And then you see Kevin McAllister played by Macaulay Culkin getting left home alone at Christmas while the family gives up Christmas somewhere else. They forget to take him because he was sent off to a room by himself and they forgot to get him because one of the neighbor's kids walked by as they were counting heads at the vehicle and they thought it was Kevin and they went on without it. So great overall movie hilarious he does all these things by himself he wouldn't normally get to do he's at the house to himself it's christmas time he's doing funny things to make the wet bandits think he's not home alone when he sees their casing at the house and everything and, right. in and they try to come in one night and he makes them think they're that there's other people in the house and then the the torture he puts them through at the end when they do get in oh god oh. it's the plan laid out in crayon. Dude, you know? When he puts the dagger, man, when he puts the roofing tar down with the nails and then oh Harry, gosh. oh God. Oh, when I seen that foot, that. when I seen that foot touch the nail, I just had to look my head away. Yeah, I was like, you can't oh, even watch that part, no. man. It's like, geez. No. And it, of course, it spun off the, the second one, Home Alone, the sequel in New York, mm-hmm. which was e- equally as good. I agree. Um, if, if not funnier. Um, great stuff, and I wasn't a huge Macaulay Culkin fan. There's these only two movies of his that I really cared for. Uncle Buck was all right, uh, but Uncle Buck wasn't a, a favorite John Candy movie of mine, it was just okay for me. Yeah. Um, and then of course, you know, only the thing I can think of he had was My Girl and something else, and that just wasn't great stuff, right? I mean, um, I respect that pick for sure, for sure. I like that. Yeah, so that's my five for the night. I'll go ahead and just recap my five real quick, and then you give us your fifth one and recap yours. But okay. uh, I went Dumb and Dumber, Something About Mary, American Pie, Tommy Boy, and Home Alone as five of the funniest, well, five of some of the funniest movies I've seen throughout the 90s. Heck yeah. I love it. So I, my fifth one is, you know what? If we made a top five favorite comedies movie, you know, if we just made this like a plain old top five of my favorite comedies ever, yeah. this is liable to be in it. This would definitely be in my top ten. So my number five is Robin Hood Men in Tights by Mel Brooks. So it's funny, man. Probably my favorite Mel Brooks movie, to be honest. Hey, Blinken. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Blinken. Did you, why did he oh, call you a Blinken? <laughs> yeah, I call you a Blinken. Where Isaac Hayes is a sneeze. What's this? Do you have a pen with you right now? Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Right. Little, they, they, they fight with the mental that those little, little tiny sticks are trying to fight with. Yeah, that was when that, that little John. He's yeah. like, but, but don't let my name fool you. In real life, I'm very big. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies ever, man. You got the sheriff of Rottingham, uh, Roger Reese. And what's funny about Blinken is Mark Blankfield was the name of the guy that played <laughs> Blinken. Yeah. But um, a lot of you guys will know Carrie Eels from 
the very first Saw movie. He was the dude that was trapped in the room with the very first Saw movie. He was also in The Princess Bride, which is a That's what I was going to say. He was in The Princess Bride. Movie. Yeah. And uh, it's so funny. <laughs> they were talking about all this. I forgot what exactly it was that they said to him about what makes you think you can do this where all the other, everybody else has failed. He's like, because, because unlike every other Robin Hood, I can speak with an English accent. And Mel Brooks is most popular for making what, if you think about it? I mean, he's always about comedy, but what were some of his biggest comedies he had out there? Oh man. Uh, definitely blazing saddles. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, um, um, uh, Spaceballs, Spaceballs, Monty Python. Yeah. So in Monty, Monty Python, it stretches beyond like Monty Python's got five, six movies. It was a TV show. Monty Python, the Holy Grail. One of my I mean, favorites. Yeah. <laughs> in the nights, it was like the nights you say, the That's Knigget's. A- he yeah, called the him Kniggins. Kniggins. <laughs> With the knights who say, knee, 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 knee. What about, what are you guys' arms and legs cut off? That was the black knight at the border. It was just but a flesh wound. It was a flesh wound. <laughs> Come back, I'll bite your bleeding kneecaps off. Yeah. But yeah, Patrick Stewart was King Richard. Like, yes. it's crazy. Tracy Ullman, who was huge and hilarious at the time. She was the... So what I loved about this, so if you watch the movie, and, and that's why I was happy about this pick too, because if you watch the movie that you talked about earlier, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, that is the movie that this, it makes fun of a lot of other stuff, but that's yeah. the main spoof that this is of, of that yeah. movie. So, you know, the Tracy Ullman playing Latrine, she was the one that was, you know, bringing, telling the, uh, the, Foreseeing the baby and all that, and then you had uh Amy Yazbek as Marion. And look, man, I swear, if I knew you were dude. picking this movie, I would have found the wave file where he's like, "I'll pay for this." Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, you'll pay for this. You'll pay for this. I'll pay. Yeah, that was uh Prince John, wasn't it? No, was it was that the sheriff of Rottingham. Is it a sheriff of Rottingham? Yeah. Yes. Oh my God! And Prince John had this huge mole. And it kept like every time it showed him, it was in a different spot. Yeah. <laughs> every scene he was in, his mole was moved around. Mm-hmm. But what it, he's talking about them fighting with uh, Little John, uh, 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 Eric Kramer. He, as we say, real life. I'm really, that was where they was. Uh, he said, uh, "You got to pay the toll, because if you don't pay the toll, we don't get no rolls." I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but anyway, that's my that's my what that's one of my favorite comedies ever. I can watch that movie over oh. and over. So what was your five then? Uh, so my five, my five to recap, my five. I'm gonna have to grab my list now because my five to recap were Robin Hood, Men in Tots, Ace Ventura, Clerks, The Cowboy Way, and The Water Boy. Yeah, five yes. very funny movies. Absolutely. All right. So there you go, everybody. You've got 10 suggestions right there from us tonight. 10. If you have not watched them, 10 great movies from the 90s, you can watch it. They're very hilarious. To yeah. See. You will not go wrong with any of them. No doubt. And you could probably find them to watch for free on some media. And when you do, when you find them to watch for free, if you don't like them, we'll give you your money back. That's right. 
That's right. Matter of fact, if you don't like them, <laughs> we'll go a step further. Okay. If you live, say, within a eight to ten hour window, uh, and it's summertime now, Travis will come to your house and mow your lawn. Uh, one, I mean, one time. You know, one time, just a once, once though. Just, just once, that once. Yeah, just once. Don't get greedy. Yeah. And you got to have some diet root beer. Diet A and W on site. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'll mow you long. Yeah, he will mow. Nothing over two lawn. acres. No, no. Yeah, I think it's not. I think it's nice of you to to, to do that. That's going to earn your way off the list, probably. It might. And if you are doing a seven mile radius, to um, you know, you'll. Chris will paint your bathroom. I possibly, yeah, possibly. Uh, if I have any pain in for that week, if not, then yeah. you have to wait till I get pain. I'm fairly slow. Right, right. And I work second shift, so we're gonna have to work something else. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it might be late. Yeah, fact, I tell you what we'll do. I tell you what we'll do. What just hold on. We're gonna change this around a little bit. Um, if you're within a seven or eight hour window of the general uh, place that he lives. Um, Travis will send his cousin, uh, Chili Ray Phillips, to come mow your yard shirtless. <laughs> shirtless. Shirtless. Guaranteed. Yeah, he will. Do it. Yeah, guaranteed. He will. Uh, guaranteed. And you will. You can't go and wrong. Chili will, will do not, it. And you'll love he will it. Not be, he will not be unhappy either. Yeah, have your video recorders ready. And if you like wrestling, you're really set. Absolutely. So, he's going to kill us one of these days. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> he's going to kill us one of these days. Uh, he'll kill me anyway. Your family to me. He'll kill me. <laughs> You'll be like, help me bury him. Help so, me bury him. All right. Well, hey, speaking of uh, burying people, if we don't mention our social media, we're oh. going to bury ourselves here. Yeah. So, you got to check us out. You know, make sure, absolutely positively sure that you go to uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Check us out, the name Retro Life for you. That's what we're located on. You can find us in audio form for the podcast on Spotify, Apple iTunes. We are on Anchor FM, which we're or Anchor.fm, where we're hosted. Yeah. And then you can also find us on Stitcher and Google as well. Stitcher and uh, Google. If you do listen to us through Spotify and Google. through Apple iTunes, make sure you give us a rating and a review on Spotify. You can give us a five star rating after listening to some of the show, and on Apple iTunes. You can go and give us a five-star review and a little bit of feedback there for review. And it does help to show out greatly if you do it. We'd really appreciate it if you took a few moments and you did that. That would be great. So, Travis, it's been, as usual, uh, a fun time. And we will be back next week. We are taking a deep dive into a favorite movie of ours, a little movie series. We're not going to give it away just yet, but you'll see here shortly. And, uh it's going to be a two-parter, so you guys will really enjoy that. Face that bitch! Face that bitch! <laughs> what he said. <laughs>